Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Film Haven Reviews. I am your host Sawyer as always, and today we are starting a new theme of underground societies. Now, I talked a little bit about that last week. Basically, the idea is movies that take place mostly underground and have a social aspect to them. And for this week, we have the movie Subway. Um, This is a Luc Besson film. Um, He's French. I don't know if I'm saying that right. I'm sorry if I'm not. Luc Besson. Not sure. Uh, Most people will know him for his movies uh, Leon the Professional and um, The Fifth Element, as well as maybe maybe even Nikita. Um, I think that was 1990. Big guy, big director of the 90s for sure. But this is one of his earlier films, 1985. And I got to say, it's such a weird such a weird movie not necessarily in a bad way at first i thought it was in a bad way but the more i think about it the more the movie went on the more i started to in get endeared to the film it starts off with the bang literally in a car chase scene which is kind of fun there's a playful attitude to the whole movie and that car chase scene is a great way to start it perfect embodiment of the main character fred who's played by christopher lambert he is being chased by these goons because he just stole uh, a bunch of papers from a very rich man after he got invited to a party from the man's wife who was kind of having an existential crisis and just meets this guy on the street basically and says, why don't you come to this party? You don't see any of that. It's just talked about in the film. And I think I, I love that too because the movie just starts at the point where he's running. He's already done all this stuff and he's just running away in a car chase scene and he's being chased by these goons and instead of running away really fast he's too busy going through the girl's tape cassette collection that because he just stole her car of course and finding the right tape to do the car chase scene in once he finds it he's like all right we're good and then he starts booking it and i just it really sets the tone for this character and for the movie as a whole so the end of the car chase has Christopher Lambert, Fred, running into the subway, the Paris Metro. And that is where the rest of the film takes place. Literally 99% of the movie is inside of the subway. So once he crashes in there, he finds a place to hide. And next thing you know, he is endearing himself to all of these different characters who are also living in the subway and which makes sense for his character but at first I was so confused by it but he just decides like this is my place and just doesn't leave and that starts the first point of this film that is so puzzling and that is the character's motivations everybody just acts so strange I I think maybe they're just silly characters and there's also this philosophy that is kind of being maybe subtly hinted at where you have the characters that live within the subway that live within the walls and underneath the tracks. And these people live a sort of free life because all they have to worry about is their next meal, where they're going to get it and just hanging out in the subway. There's a character that's really fun that just runs around and roller skates the whole time. Like even in these tight corridors, behind the walls of the subway and stuff he's just always on roller skates and he gets around just fine he gets around so well in fact that even though he's like literally a thief and steals purses and stuff the metro cops cannot catch him because he's so fast 
And there's a whole thing with that as well. Um, you've got the character that is in a lot of Luc Besson films, the guy who's Leon, he is Leon the professional. Um, he's in like uh, so many movies, uh, that French guy, he is like a drummer without a name. Who's just always drumming on things. And all he wants to do is just drum all the time. There's a very, uh, troubadour laissez faire atmosphere where everyone's just kind of living their life and being, um, a vagabond of sorts, just within this playground of the subway. And that's what it does feel like. It feels like everyone is just playing. They get to have this city-wide playground that they can live in and just kind of fend for themselves selling flowers or stealing purses just finding their way around and not having really that much to think about versus the rich guy's wife who i talked about earlier who's having this existential crisis she's kind of the go-between on getting these papers back because Fred is trying to basically hold those documents ransom so he can get more money. But, you know, that whole subplot really kind of goes away at some point because in reality, Fred doesn't really care. Fred is definitely a thief. He's definitely some form of low-level criminal. But I just don't really think he cares about a lot at all. It's very nihilistic, but not in like, uh, a really cynical way it's in a very just like have fun way it's in that nihilism that's like okay nothing really matters but that doesn't mean that we can't enjoy life and that seems to be his attitude about everything it's very as i said earlier laissez-faire very just la-di-da and that can be so annoying when you're watching the movie because you're like what is what do you want what are you doing and the film direction, the plot, the narrative pacing kind of goes at that same pace. It kind of follows his character arc and embodies his character through its pacing, which is probably one of the reasons why this movie has somewhat middling reviews. It's in the orange on critics and it's like a 6.5 on user, which I think is pretty fair as a consensus I think I'm going to go a little bit higher, though. And I think I'm doing it early. I just, you never know when I'm going to drop the one out of 10. I think I'm going to give it a 7.5. I was honestly thinking 6.5. But then the last 40 minutes kind of started bringing things around and bringing that concept that I was already starting to feel into, into a bigger view. And the ending had a really nice touch to it that I just felt was, I really enjoyed this movie. I thought that it was endearing and this lackadaisical meandering pace is annoying but at the same time it's more feels like this movie's a slice of life it lets you sit in these people's minds and that endears you to their characters rather than to the plot and things like that it's not so much about the plot i mean the all the characters are silly and even the inspector, the, the chief in charge of the Metro police is super silly and not super great at his job. And then you have the goons that are constantly trying to catch Fred as well. Everyone is trying to catch Fred. And what's so funny is, meanwhile, he's not really even hiding. Like, he can hide within the walls, but he comes out into the subway all the time and is just in the open. His intentions, his... He is really just flying off the seat of his pants, which is once again, the theme of the movie is the freedom that comes with just playing things by ear, just kind of living life in a free way. 
And that comes with an irony because they're living within these tight, constrained spaces in a subterranean subway. And to bring the wife back in, because I never finished that point about her, she has a line where she's talking to her husband and she's saying, I'm paraphrasing, but she's basically saying, you know, I feel suffocated by you. I don't even like your money anymore. I just don't basically like my life being written out for me. You control every aspect of my life and it makes me feel suffocated. And she says this right after she just spent a whole night hanging out with Fred and his posse of weirdos running around in the back areas of the subway. And she felt free, you could tell, for the first time and since she could remember. And I just found that to be so interesting that she found, and everyone, all these characters, are finding freedom in a constrained, tight place. She's feeling suffocated in this relationship, but not feeling suffocated. She's feeling like she can breathe in an area that is, I mean, let's be honest, probably doesn't have very good air quality. So that lazy pace that the movie gives is very intentional, but it's also the thing that a lot of people will probably find annoying about the film. So you've got, it's basically its strongest point. It's the thing that makes it unique. It's the thing that holds its concepts within, but it's also the thing that might make people say, I really don't want to finish this. But I would encourage that you do because it's different. You're you're not going to see another movie like it. How many other movies take place within the subway for the entire movie? It's just it's a it's a unique movie, and I I really appreciated that it was made. Christopher Lambert, he is such a weird looking dude. I got to be honest, and he's looking real weird in this movie because he's got this like crazy blonde hair, but. There's something about his attitude, the way he plays the character in here that I just, I really liked Fred. I thought he was a interesting character and someone that I enjoyed watching on screen. And every time he came around, I was like, oh, what's, what's he doing? What's he up to? And I think that they just made really good characters in the film. And to talk about the technical aspects, it's really pretty. It's a beautiful film because there's all these uh, pretty good shots of the subway very diverse parts of the subway whether you're in the back tunnels or you're in the um, space where they're living or even just like the tunnel where the escalators come down is the red walls and it's very symmetrical there's a lot of like in filmstagram people love posting like little like shots of movies and stuff stills that show you know you highlight the beauty and you could do that easy on this movie the color palette's really nice and the cinematography is very solid. I will say the music, it's very 80s, literally right in the middle of the 80s. So whenever there's like a big funk rock band score that's going on in the background of people just like walking, it just doesn't it doesn't always vibe. Whereas some of the more atmospheric tones within some of the score is right. Like when he's like exploring behind the subway that's that score is really good so it's like a half and half for me on the score but overall i really enjoyed the movie i thought it was interesting i would say it's not for everyone i wouldn't recommend it to just anyone off the street but if you like your movies to be a little quirky and maybe a little bit philosophical then this would be right up your alley it's also such an interesting vibe for luc besson i haven't seen nikita but I've definitely seen Leon the Professional and 
the fifth element and the fifth element is one of you know a classic of course everyone loves leon the professional as well but i feel like the this was a different vibe for luke Besson. the fifth element was pretty silly definitely but it, it just it didn't have a lot of action and stuff like that there were a little bit of action here and there like chase scenes there's a lot of people ch- getting chased around of course but uh the fifth element is like an action blowout at moments so just uh and leon the professional of course same same thing nikita is also a, i haven't seen it but i know that it's like a big action movie so it's a, this is a little downplayed for luc besson and i think that's a good thing i think i think it kind of came off well also christopher lambert i talked about him before but i was reading on him because i'm like i thought the movie was going to be english it's french it's a french movie everyone's speaking french and i thought the movie was going to be english speaking because christopher lambert is like in a lot of American movies, but it turns out that he was actually, he was born in America, but when he was very little, his father was a United Nations diplomat and they were assigned to Switzerland. And then, so he lived, he grew up in Geneva and then he went to school at a, at a Paris conservatory. So this dude knows French like fluently, which is really cool. I, I love to see that kind of, I, I, that made me think differently about Christopher Lambert. I didn't realize he was so diverse. Um, I need to really honestly watch a lot of his movies. He's got, so, I mean, once again, very weird face to me. It's something about those eyebrows or something. I don't know what's going on, but it is, he is interesting. He, and, and I think he did a good job in this movie. So I need to watch, you know, I've never seen Highlander. We might have to do some kind of Scottish Highland theme or something. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm got my eye on old Christopher Lambert now. I know he was in the Mortal Kombat movie. Anyway, I digress. That's everything I really wanted to talk about with Subway. I think it's interesting, and I think that uh, 7.5 out of 10, and I think that people um, should check it out if they're interested. It's free on Tubi right now. It's really easy to watch. If any of this sounded remotely interesting, I'd definitely recommend it. But it's not for everybody. All right, so next week we are going to be watching a movie called Underground, very on the nose for a underground society theme. And from what I read, this movie definitely embodies that idea of an actual society trying to live underground better than maybe the other two movies of the theme. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. So I'll see you guys next Friday and have a good week.